You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back to join you for another week. Lots has happened, lots has transpired, water under the bridge, things of that nature, as the crow flies, other sayings, tidbits and idioms. Lost it, lost it completely. <laughs> Eddie, how are you? <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Mate, I don't know. You right? Not really, dude. Bounce myself out. <laughs> yeah. Something shocking on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a couple. We we worked our way into a huge... We got Joffred. We got we mm. got DK Lillied. Yep. We got Mitch Johnson 13-14. Yeah, we... Yeah, you Mitch know, Johnson brackets 13-14. Brackets 13-14. Has Ashes to be... Ashes 13-14. Ashes 13-14. Mitch Johnson bounced out sort of a weekend. Mm. Um, obviously, for the pun and the dribble, we did mention it last week, but maybe some of you didn't realise. We, Eddie, myself, and a couple of uh, good friends went to Hans Zimmer uh, yeah. out at ANZ Stadium. Amazing. Some people went to ANZ Stadium for a game of rugby league on Sunday. We chose to go to Hans Zimmer on the Saturday night. He's the composer. He's done Gladiator, yep. Lion King, bloody Inception, Inception Interstellar, Interstellar. Just hit after hit after hit. and After hit. I tell you what, it was dark night. Dark night. Um, it it blew the minds of a couple of young inebriated boys. Oh yeah, blew the minds. Huge night. Serious minds were blown. Um, shout out to Joe, friend of the show, for organising said spectacle. Spectacle. Organised the party bus out there and back. Party bus. It was a party mini bus. Punny. It was a party which, maxi taxi, which I enjoyed because it was a little more intimate. Yes. Uh, and this thing could move. Oh, it could move, and it had strobe lights on there, mate. When we got out of the out of Kudos Bank. Uh, he had mounted himself up onto the pavement. Yeah. He may as well have been out the front of the ANZ. I didn't know you could get that close. No, well, this this minivan, this uh, maxi taxi seemed... It was all, all terrain. It was all terrain. This thing you could take sand duning if you yeah. wanted to. Such was the way that Sammy moved it, I believe, Sammy. Dior's name, but I think it was Sammy. Well, Dior's Sammy's name. But now, also... The best in the business, is that too Oh, much? without a doubt. Well, I mean, in the party bus minibus. In the party bus, in the party bus, bus minibus maxi cab game yeah. absolutely now this thing had strobe lights in it surround sound speakers mm. in the front speakers in the middle speakers in the back yeah such was the uh generosity and the uh the welcoming nature of sammy he was gonna let us smoke in the van as long as we just kept the slide door open on the side and that was on the way back and it was kind of like you know what mm. let's just let's just wait till we get off this well thing. we have we have some friends one friend in particular prone to accidents yes uh, not going to mention Hamish's name, but no, 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 you shouldn't mention Hamish Street's name because no. that would be potentially uh, libelous yes. uh, content. Well, look, he's got a career. That's true, he does. You know, yeah. so look, Won't I'm not going to name him. him. But great night all round. Great, great to get out to Homebush. Look at it for the punter and the dribbler listening. You're probably thinking, well, you would, you should have gone for the NRL. Uh, to that, we say you have not seen Hans live. No. And I've seen grand finals. Uh, they're on par. Yeah. They're oh, absolutely. Par. absolutely. They're on par. Plus, we saw, we could hear them sound checking for the whole thing. So we actually kind of felt like we were there a little well, bit. Well, and it sort of put me off. Because yeah. I was like, I don't want to see one Republic. 
No, that certainly wasn't something that came up in my thought process, especially mm. after seeing the Mozart of our generation. I wasn't exactly thinking, you know what? I'd like to see a band that was successful once that I never really knew about. I didn't want to endure that juxtaposition. No. Because it would have made me uneasy. It would have put me off tilt. Yes. Almost like I'd then have a blocked ear. Yeah. For which I couldn't recover. That's it. You just it's just it's just nagging at the back well, of your I, head. Well, and I lose my balance. And I fear for someone such as myself or you or the punter and the dribbler, Eddie, you know, it could cause uh, lasting damage. Now, that didn't happen quite thankfully. We chose not to go. Hans Zimmer was a, a generational thrower, Mozart of our generation. Do see Hans if you get the opportunity. Mm. Quite a nice little Don't show. Don't turn your back on Hans. Don't turn your back on Hans. Broaden your mind. Broaden your mind. Broaden your horizons. And reap the rewards of the Mozart of our, our generation. generation. Now, that brings us to Sunday. Yep. I nipped up to the Central Coast with a friend of the show, Jack Archdale. Yep. And our lovely girlfriends. Uh, we nipped down to a pub somewhere in the Central Coast. I don't know what it was called. Well, I mean, should you? Should you really? Maybe near Hardy's Bay, maybe near Kilcare, something like that. Dior where I was, yes. dribblers, because I'm not sure. No, nor am I. But I tell you what it was what, what was nice. Big outdoor TV. Now, they promoted um, huge outdoor TV. Yeah. It wasn't huge, but it was big enough, I think, to be given the mantle of big TV. A big outdoor TV. Yeah. Okay. Um, Would it have fit in someone's living room? <laughs> like, is it, was it bigger than a living room TV? No, no, no. It depends. If you had really high ceilings, it would have. Do you know what okay. I mean? But would it, would it have looked obnoxious in a living room? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. It okay. would have looked absurd. Okay, so it's still, that is a big TV to me. Yeah, but in today's society, oh, 2019... Then it's not a big TV. It's not huge. Okay, right. You know what I mean? But anyway, it, it provided a great um, melting pot for the punter and predominantly the dribbler yes. to sort of congregate around and spin yarns while we drank piss. And that's what I like about those things, getting out into uh, the, different areas of city. With uh, the people. Of the state, rather. Yes. And you're with the people and you shoot the shit. Yeah. I mean, I got into some wonderful chats with a couple of uh, Manly Seagull fans. Oh, great. And we dribbled for, for hours until I was promptly told that the minibus was here to drive us home. The courtesy bus. Courtesy bus. Love a courtesy bus. Uh, and I was removed from the situation. But just want to give a shout out to the people at Central Coast for being so hospitable. That's On nice. grand final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And they didn't need to be. Any. No, they, they didn't need to be. They chose to be. Now, I'm just going to stop you there and just be aware because for some reason your chair's squeaking more than any chair ever has. Okay. Uh, so I'm just hearing that in the background. I don't know if the punter or the dribbler is, but it could. I've set forward. Ah, oh, there you go. You're on, the, you're on your tippy toes of your ass. Um, now, Eddie, I, after a huge Hans Zimmer night that didn't see me get home till around the 3.30, 4 a.m. mark, uh, then had to get up and play my first game of my local last man standing 2020 cricket competition. Now, if you were to assume that off the night I'd had that I was under the weather, that I was underdone, mm. you'd, be, you'd be correct. Yeah. You'd be correct. Now, we went up against some of the biggest losers in the world. These people take this 2020 comp very seriously. They've been playing for years. Mm. Well, uh, but look, you can take something seriously and not be a loser. That's what I mean. There's another one we're taking it seriously, right? Because we wanted to win, even though we clearly the weren't. Barks. Okay. Well, no, no, no. Team. We You're take right. It You're right. Seriously. I should qualify that. Nothing wrong with taking a comp seriously and wanting to win. These guys were... You know what? Now that I reflect on it, maybe it was just because we were getting dominated, and I wasn't appreciating the the uh, you know the, the drumming, the machismo that was being thrown my way <laughs> as I sat beaded yeah. by these houses. That's what that's what happened because they scored, and this is off their lips. This was the, the nicest guy on the team told me this in a quiet moment. He was trying not to bellow it. Yeah. Their highest ever score in the comp, their highest score they'd ever got in five years. 
them or the, the highest score they'd ever ever scored of those, of those the, that, that team the highest <laughs> that ever scored they got 286 <laughs> in how many overs <laughs> 20 overs <laughs> uh, so the way the rules go it's one run for a wide like your first wide over then it's three runs for every wide you bowl now again to say that we were out of puff out of sorts is an understatement we bowled horribly <laughs> we dropped a catch off the first over Seven and Roddy ran into each other in the field, a la Mark War and whoever it was, Dior, down on the boundary where one of them broke their leg and the other one broke their nose, trying to take a catch. Like, we just look like bumbling <laughs> buffoons, like idiots. Like, But also, just like, you know when you're... I mean, you probably will have this experience more because you're so uncoordinated, but I grew up, you know, being able to compete. And when, you, when you've lost it, now I've lost it. <laughs> I've lost it now. And to feel that was just something that I hadn't quite experienced. Got out for three. But you haven't had it since 2009. Got clean bowled out for three. We got 80 chasing 280. <laughs> of course you got clean bowled, mate. <laughs> I saw you get clean bowled six times in that country city game we played a couple of years ago. You haven't had it since 2009. I'm sorry. You haven't had it since you snapped your leg playing East. I don't know. I don't know about East that, punters, dribblers, because I think I can get it back. <laughs> now, for those living south of the border i.e. people in Victoria and mm. the other states that no one cares about. Yes. That's how you deliver a product. Yes. Worthy of a grand final. Yes. Now, all that crap in the AFL one the week before has been washed out of the memory. Yes. Replaced with a ripper. A little bit of controversy, which I want to smooth over. I'd like to smooth over the Uneducated punter and uneducated dribbler. Mm. Um, and give you our take on what was a great contest. It was a fantastic contest. So, Canberra Raiders, Roosters grand final. Roosters win 14-8, was it? Yeah. Um, eight all with eight to go. Eight all with eight to go. Uh, certainly not what I was expecting. To be honest, even though I tipped the Raiders, I thought if I thought the Roosters were probably going to do it quite comfortably. But the Raiders came to play rugby league football, Eddie. Yeah, they Green did. Machine came to play footy. Well, the, I mean, as we said, Sticky... Uh, the Milky Bo- the Milky Boy Kid. Yeah, Milky Bar but Kid. Milky, Milky Bar Kid. I was thinking to myself, boy and a kid doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Too many, young, kid. too many young references. If you if you didn't think the Milky Bar Kid was going to get the milk up and about for the big dance, their first since 1994. Think so, yep. Then you're sadly mistaken. Mm-hmm. Defended that fucking house down. Yeah. But we need to start with this. Sterlo wrote that article that I read during the year. All, all premiership winning sides for the last 15 years have had elite sevens. Yep. Except for Chad Townsend, who... Is good enough. Good enough. But he's the only one where you look at it and go, he's not elite. Yeah. But he's good enough. Yeah. Aiden Caesar is the reason, in my opinion, that the milk are not... Are not premiers. Are not premiers. Now, it's not to say that the whole loss rests on Aiden's shoulders. We're not saying that. But what we're saying but any, is... But everyone that knows rugby league will say a win and a loss rests on the shoulders of, of a the seven. seven. They've got to take... If you if you win, they take responsibility. If you lose, they take responsibility. I That's, believe the great Joey Johns has said that many many a time. And the great Brett Finn. Yes. And our, our biggest uh, concern as bandwagon milk fans was Aiden Caesar going into this. Now... For all these absolute losers, and I mean every single person who is calling that six again thing like a hugely controversial decision and something that, you know, that's what the game's going to be remembered by. It's only going to be remembered by that because of these dumb motherfuckers who are trying to say that that caused the loss of the game. The Raiders had that many attacking opportunities against the Roosters and unfortunately... 
in large part due to Aiden Caesar, another part due to the fact that BJ Lay Lua didn't fucking pass the ball early. They didn't score. They had many opportunities to score. Kronk went off for 10 minutes. They could have scored then. They didn't. And then they get a, 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 you know, a wrong call that ended up being right where they were a little confused and maybe they could have kicked for the line. But like, what was going to be any different that time? Yeah. What was going to be any different? Look, you had you had plenty of opportunities and largely... And then you couldn't defend the Roosters. The Roosters got the ball. They had to go 80 fucking metres. Yeah. Stop complaining and saying that it was a travesty and you were robbed. We got a couple of DMs. I won't go in and name all of the Milk fans. We're going, Milk were robbed. It's like, bruh, you weren't robbed. Was Cooper Cronk a send-off? Was that a send-off? It was 10 minutes. But was no, it? fuck no, exactly. it wasn't. Well, there you go. So... You could turn around and go, well, that it's a fucking even up. That's if you, it. If, if you want to get really technical. And they're going, that oh, was the- not a send off the Cooper Cronk thing. No, Absolutely not. They slowed it down to bloody milliseconds. You had all the running, all the footy. You fucked that perfect opportunity when, was it Joe didn't pass the ball? Joe didn't pass it to Rapana. Well, what? Like, you're going to have a word, you're going to have a stern word with Joey about that? That's it. I mean, fair income. That's a try. Didn't fucking pass the ball. Think about that, Vulliver. You can't the- just go off at the refs. Because they got something wrong, but then they corrected, corrected it, it and it like was, a second later. Yeah, but even then, let's say Whiten didn't hear it, right? Okay, you're right, and that's unfortunate. I get it. I'm not saying you can't be upset. I'm not saying that it's not a, it's not unfair. But re- in the re- in the in the grand scheme of things, dude, it's nothing. That had no bearing on the game. It had a bearing on a tiny moment of the game. I'll tell you what had more of a bearing on the game, the fact that you can't fucking defend and the Roosters go 80 metres to score the winning try. Mm. You defended well the whole game and then you shit the bed at the biggest moment. You weren't up to it. Mm. The Roosters had done nothing. Latrell had done fuck all. Kiri had done fuck all. Tedesco had done fuck all. And then when the game was in the, on the, like in the balance, mm. they made something happen and you guys shit the bed. Yeah. That's what happened. And if you, you, you can't begrudge the roosters i hate the roosters you can't begrudge them they've gone back to back they did it they held you losers out you couldn't do it we were on the milk yeah but we you losers i know but the, and then the fact of the matter is as well look yeah six uh, six again call they got they got right they got it right they he shouldn't have said it in the first place if you want to go very specific yes and yeah they could have had an attacking kick but i'll give you the hot tip mate how are your attacking kicks going all game how many repeat sets would you get Mate, what was what was Caesar about to set up? Yeah, now they say he could have gone for a drop goal. Yeah, you might have, you might have. But I, look, I guarantee you wouldn't have. You know what though? You didn't. You could have just defended. Mate, field goal with field goal. That it's not. It's it wasn't it's necessi- probably a little bit yeah, early. It might have been a bit early for a field goal, but you could argue they might have gone for it. But mate, just the dribble, the bloody NRL three sixties, and the the fans calling up radio stations and doing all this shit and just going like, "This is what this grand final is going to be remembered for." Dudded, robbed. You're like, mate, really? And not, but look, it was a robbed. good game. It was a good game. It was a great game. You can't sit there and say robbed because they had every chance to win it and they didn't. Bro, they're saying robbed, but that doesn't surprise me. That's the that's the that's Australian the way. It's the dribbler. It's the Australian way led by the dribbler. It is. That's the, dribbler though. That's dribbler hysteria. Yeah, but dribbler hysteria grips the nation from time to time. <laughs> Absolutely, all the it does. time. Dribbler hysteria is not uncommon. <laughs> it's, this it's, sort of thing happens all the time. All the time. Hundred percent. And I get dribbler hysteria, right? But what I'm saying is, I feel like. The real narrative here is being lost in a cacophony of dribbler hysteria. Yeah. And it's and it's for the detriment of the moment. Of course it is. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is Such is the hate for the roosters. What yeah, exactly. It it all it all comes together. Okay? So if it, if it was flipped on its head, 
Jubilee Hysteria would not be this vocal because largely not that many people go for the Roosters. That's it. You know what I mean? So flip that on its head. Six, the Roosters don't get another six again and they fucking Raiders go, go home. Yeah. In school. yeah. You don't have the Jubilee Hysteria and people no. go home happy. It's because it's the Roosters, let's be honest. That's it. Everyone hates the Roosters. Everyone hates the Roosters because everyone thinks they're cheating allegedly and everyone doesn't like them because most of their fans are bandwagon and, fans. But, and also, everyone wanted to go. No one wants them to go back to back. And also, everyone was on the feel-good story of the milk. And who could who could hate a feel-good story? That's it. But you, but you know what? You know what, though? And I get it. But the dribbler hysteria, I feel like sometimes you can lose credibility when you just... The, the, the dribbler, dribbler has dribbler no credibility. credibility <laughs> I don't know a credible dribbler. <laughs> That's the thing, it, it right? You can't be credible and You're a not dribbler. and a dribbler. It just doesn't it just no. doesn't make sense, no. right? And there, you can say <clears throat> some credible things, but you don't have credibility. credibility. And this moments like these uh illuminate the dribbler for their incredible lack of credibility. Yes. If that makes sense. There are distinct well, lack of credibility in their and I get this is why you love sport, unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Unwavering bias is the critical point here. But that's what I'm saying. We've got to practice what we preach. I think the dribblers are wrong, but you got to you got to allow them to. Oh, mate, look, have their moment no, of hysteria. You yeah, listen. No one, whether you or me or anyone, will stop a dribbler in the midst of dribbler hysteria. <laughs> you can't. It's a force it's, that cannot be no, tamed. mate. The dribbler's lost his head. Yes, dribbler's lost it completely. Dribblers have lost it completely. Uh Nice moments out of the match. Uh, I look at it and I go, Cooper Cronk, he's now won seven grand finals out of nine that he's played in. Is it six? I think it's six from nine. Seven from nine. He lost. He lost one to Manly in 08. Then he lost to St. George in 2010. Um, and then they also lost to the Sharks. Oh, then the Sharks. So, so I think lost. he's won six. Oh, no, they didn't, no, they didn't lose to St. George in 2010. That was the Roosters. No, you're right. They didn't. So he's lost two. Is that all? Nah, Broncos. Did he play in that game where they lost to the Broncos, 2006? Ooh, could be a bit early. Six, seven, eight. If he was in the nine, Broncos game, it's six. 12, 14, 15, 16, 16 17, 18. Mate, I've lost count. I don't know. Dior. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that motherfucker. Imagine going out that way. Yeah, that's great. Like, look at Greg Inglis, champion of the game. Fucking champion yes. of the game. Yes. Just disappears. Disappears. Joey, injured in training by some loser. I'm out. Sorry, that's my career done. Gordy. This is a, a true champion's exit, and that's actually what I think. But champion's exits are so rare. Yes. Steve Menzies, Shane Webke, people of that ilk. But that's what's actually the best thing out of this, like outside of all the dribble hysteria, and this is what's been lost a little bit, and now we are bringing to the forefront such is the transformative nature of this podcast on the hearts and minds of the punter and the dribbler. Uh, we've got Cooper Cronk's glorious finish. Yeah. We've got Boydie uh, Black Hole Bumchin Cordner. Yeah. Uh, he's now the first man in rugby league history to captain back-to-back -back origins, back-to-back -back prems. Light can't escape that chin. I just want to make no, that no, clear. no. Absolutely, event horizon. Yeah, I just want to make that clear to yeah. the punter and <laughs> the dribbler who is in the throes of hysteria. Yeah, come back to us. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Stephen Hawking has spent many a, a lifetime mm. studying the centre of that bum gin and <laughs> that's died what, that's without... What Hawking, f- that's what Hawking radiation was based on. <laughs> Cordner's bum chin. Cordner's bum chin. The blackest hole in the center of the galaxy. Now, Certainly the rugby league galaxy. Yeah, sure. But Cordner, back-to-back prems, back-to-back origin captaincies. Also, I don't know if we've said this before, but Cordner's wag yeah. topped the heap. We've said it. Oh, we've said it. She's topped the heap. And she's she's got a... Uh, I, I, now, forgive me, punters. I'm going to throw a word out here that may be wrong, but I'm not sure. A laconic larrikinism? Like, that sort of laid back. She didn't seem like a wag wag. She seemed like a... Like a like she wasn't a, flashy. She's no, she wasn't. She's gorgeous, but she seemed like a girl next door wag in yeah. the way she sort of spoke. She was like, "Oh, he's got he's earned two weeks off. I don't care." Da, 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 getting interviewed after the hour. I'm like, "That's a wag." Yeah, that's a beautiful, down to earth wag next door. She said wag. she said similar things during uh, Origin back to back Origin victories. When she was interviewed after the third game, said similar things. So she's been around for both. Now, I don't want to draw comparisons, but she may be solely responsible for back-to-back origins, or at least a key ingredient, and back-to-back premierships. I'm not, I'm not going to rule it out. I'm you, not going to rule behind it Behind every generational throbber is a wag next door. Yeah. And it certainly seems like Boyd has found one, so congratulations to him. Now, friend of the show, Angus Crichton, also gets a premiership ring. Which is always nice to see, that nine-fingered wonder well, of the world. Well, good to see a friend of the show is getting rings done. Yes, we like that. Always said that. Jakey Friend gets another one. Jakey Friend gets, that's his third. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's starting to drip. Boyd's third, Jake's third, uh, Hargrave's third, Orbison's third. Starting to drip. Those boys dripping. The trail goes back to back. Tupo's third, I think. Series. Latrell back to back, Victor Radley back to back. Tedesco now won everything. Uh, he hasn't got a Clive. Except a Clive. Or but a Golden You've got Dally M this year. Yeah. You've got the Brad Fittler medal. Wally Lewis medal. Wally Lewis medal. Dally. State of Origin, Premiership. Trying uh, Grand Final. He's going to play for Australia at the end of the year. He'll probably get Golden Boot. So that's a pretty tidy that's ball. That's a All he needed was the Clive Church. Yeah. Which he was never going to win. Now, did you hear the fact that they, they told Jared Warrior Hargraves he had Well, it? look, so to clear that up as well, punters dribblers have you spoken to people at the nrl i have all right i was on the phone to totally this afternoon ah, okay totally gave me the the inside word right so what happened was apparently the app wasn't working properly so okay. that so that um they they couldn't get their uh, votes in now i don't want to disrespect a great and darren lockyer mm. but i think that they may have been covering for darren who may have forgotten to vote. You know what I mean? Like, he's got a lot on. He had to interview people. Channel There's shit nine. going on everywhere. I mean, maybe, like, I just feel like maybe he forgot. Yeah. They say the app glitched. I'm like, well, that should have been checked. And also, if you're we, making, if do you're we making, need an app? There's I three guys. So. I don't think so. <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't, look, I don't know why an app was used. I think that a phone would have been more Boy, beneficial. Mal, Laurie, Mal, Laurie, uh, uh, Lockie, who are you picking? Whiten. Great. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty simple. I don't know why an app was used or why an app's necessary. It's not necessary. It seems indulgent. It's way too indulgent. It's it's complicating a very simple situation. And it was embarrassing. Yeah. So, look, I don't know if, if Lockyer got um, caught up. Might have been Could've. shooting the ship. Could have. Or the app has failed. It's one or the other. They're or, saying the You app. know what? The only reason I might think the app is if it's, it's internet-based, right? And when you get into those stadiums, chock full of throbbers, yeah. and you're trying to get any internet working. Well, good point. You know what? Take that back. 
app's fault. Could have been the app, but it's the NRL's fault for trying to use an app. Well, it's an, when a walkie-talkie would have done. Totally sort of alluded to that as well. Todd no. sort of went, this is a lesson learned. Yeah, this yeah. look, final. we probably won't do the app thing again yeah. because we don't need to. Yes. It's wildly unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Someone could have gone up to him after the game and said, who do you like? So back to the story. Um, Darren then puts his votes in and Jack Whiten wins the Clive Churchill. Deserved. Now, they had told Jared Rear Hargraves that he won because they, hadn't ha- they didn't have Darren's vote yet. So then are you telling me that Laurie and Mal voted for Jared? Well, it's like three, two, one. Three, two, one. Gotcha. Three, two, one, three, two, one, three, two, one. Okay. Makes sense? Did they not go, we still don't, we're missing six votes? That's what I... <laughs> well, they're actually... Yeah, they're missing six. I, I would have thought so. Again, oversights everywhere. Yeah. They tell Jared because they want him close to the state. Yes. That was all. That's it. It's just bad shits galore though, isn't it? But a couple of bad shits back to back to back yeah. to back to back. Not now, the only... Rooster's not the only people to go back to back that night. There were back to back bad shits also. That's correct. The now... Does it matter? No. No. Again, why are you focusing but it, but on this? But it's been whipped into dribbler hysteria. That's it. It's been tacked onto yes. the, onto the side. That's of it. it. And so you know, and it's like they've gone through all of the bloody mistakes of the night. The runner getting hit with the charge down, and then it turning over. Look, not a great call. I think they might change the rule. Ryan James, look, not the best welcome to country we've seen. Not the worst, but not the worst because it was entertaining. It was funny, and also, and he, it was memorable. It was memorable. I'm lost. Someone's just looked over and, and just, just given gone. a gentle nod. Yeah, yeah, I'm lost. Just like, quick, cut to the players. Let's get him off the stage. And there's just silence. He's gone, I'm lost. People start laughing, cut to the players. Then just, Da-na-na-na. was the best way that could fucking end. But I his was... cheeky smile when he just yeah, goes, Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Hey, NRL, next time, give him some cue cards with the welcome to country on it. Anyway, Ryan fucked up, but gave us a memorable moment. Now, the halftime was obviously not great. That performance was from One Direction. Uh, uh, One Republic. Appalling. Well, it just wasn't. But you know what? I did find me and Stritty were watching it, just the game, and it was like, from home, it wasn't the worst. I was like, okay, this guy's like a performer. He's bopping around. But then whenever you hear those things at the ground, you're like, but no one in the crowd gives a shit, right? Like, me and Streety weren't sitting at home singing along being like, yeah. We were just like, okay, this isn't bad. This guy can sing all right. He's got some energy, whatever. Sung that uh, Beyonce song, Halo, which he apparently wrote. And it sounded like he wrote it and gave it to someone else because he sung it quite well, Eddie. But if you're sitting in the crowd, am I going to get up and jiving to one direction republic like no i'm not going to give me some paul kelly like the afl give me some barns how many people say no before they arrive at one republic because on anyone's list of anything there's no way he's in the top thousand is there (laughs) he couldn't be if you think about it go out and get me someone for the halftime show Who's writing One Republic on a list of to get? <laughs> no, how would you even get his email address, <laughs> dude? It's such a weird call. It's so weird. It's so weird. There's no like. So, th- is it someone's job for the whole year, and they just hit the blower day after day, day after day? day. You think they'd be able? To, I mean, they mustn't be paying much, mate. In the Super Bowl, they don't pay anything. It's just exposure. Really? Well, it's more of an honor to do the Super Bowl, <laughs> but it's an honor to do the greatest. Grand final in the land, isn't it? There's a new, uh, as far as I'm aware, I haven't seen this, but there's like a, uh, a a junior kangaroos team that's been named and they actually play a junior from another country, junior side. Haven't seen it. So uh, it's a team full of elite 
uh, rugby league throbbers. I'll have you know that. Um, and I'm just going to get it up here. So the junior Australian Kangaroos team. Um, the criteria for the junior Kangaroos has changed so that anyone under 23 can be selected. Mm-hmm. And I believe they play. They might play France or something. Do all that shit. But this is the junior Australian Kangaroos side: Ryan Pappenhausen, Campbell Graham, Curtis Scott. Brad Parker, the household name. Brad Parker's under twenty three, and he didn't know that. Ruben no. Garrick, the sandwich. Yeah, uh, he's at the other. He's on the wing. Caelan Ponga, Brody Croft, Corey Horsburgh, the ranger from uh, from Canberra. Reed Mahoney, Thomas Flegler, Dave Fafita, Angus Crichton, Victor Radley, AJ Brimson, Nat Butcher, Emre Gula, Tino Faar Sumoalele. Or something. I can't pronounce that one, unfortunately. But that's a team of throbbers. But Junior Kangaroos aside, interesting. That's a that's a very good team. This was brought to my attention, re Brad Parker, the household name. A friend of the show, Ed Liston, hit me up and said, look, I don't want to alarm you, but Brad Parker isn't verified on Instagram. Now, obviously, <laughs> shock, horror took over my body. Mm. I didn't know which way it was up. Mm. I was confused. I was scared. Mm. But... Obviously, I knew what had to be done, and you and I have been at the forefront of some of the biggest global campaigns of, of recent memory. Think mm. of Free KO, yeah. which uh, we got earlier in the year. Yeah. Uh, we obviously got Angus Crichton on the podcast. Uh, we got Sock. And this is obviously in conjunction with our loyal punter dribblers who got behind us. Well, they help. It's a it's, it's a, a team effort. It's a team effort. This is it. This is team punter dribbly here. This is yeah. team Hello Sport. Oh yeah. So I I think that we as a collective, a sporting collective, now that the season's finished, we need to try and get this motherfucker verified. Look, that's the dream for for us. If you have the strength of an ant and the bone density of an orangutan, you need to be verified. Yes, like bruh, you need that blue tick. You know, he needs a blue tick. Now, Brad currently sitting on five posts. Yep. And well, seven, that sounds about right. 1,796 followers. Yeah, he's, he's a humble. humble He's a humble grammar, not big on the social meds. Now, would ask all punters and dribblers to go and give Brad a follow, Brad Parker 04. But we're now going to have to start, and I'm we're going to do this off the Hello Sport account on Brad's most recent post. Uh Get Brad Parker verified at Instagram. Tag Instagram. Tag tag Hello Sport. Tag Brad Parker. Yeah, we need to get this guy verified. Can you imagine the feeling that's going to sweep across us when we get this man verified? We got to get Manly Seagulls onto it. Tag the club. Tag his teammates. We surely, need to, surely, we need to start a groundswell of support for this bloke. This is this is our this is our postseason mission is to get Brad Parker verified. We're going to try and get as many people on uh, to this as possible. Hashtag get Brad verified. The household name. I don't know what the hashtag's going to be. We'll work it out. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just go to his account and start Brad shit on his post. Brad Parker 04. B R A D P A R K E R 04. Maybe bra. Why aren't you verified? Wait, we got to get you verified, bra. The podcast this week is brought to you by Bareback Biltong. Bareback Biltong is made from grass-fed Aussie beef. Their original and smoked chili flavors are sure to get your taste buds punting and dribbling. Bareback's very first creation, the original collection, provides the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more. The perfect salt blend, coupled with Bareback's secret ingredients, allows it to be a huge favorite. Cold smoke for six hours using the unique Bareback method 
Their smoked chili is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoked collection. The simple oaky flavor, heightened by the addition of their secret spices, provides a truly rare and delicious flavor. Now, special offer for the punters and dribblers who listen to Hello Sport. You go to www.barebackbiltong.com.au and put in the promo code Hello Sport. That's one word, capital H and a capital S. And you'll get a discount on your biltong. And that biltong, Eddie, is delivered across the country. Uh, Eddie, look, I don't want to alarm the punter and the dribbler, but I feel like there might be... Well, look, Warney's got a new gin out, and I feel like we might need some new baggy greens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Warney has released a 708 gin. I refuse to buy it, but I would like the punter and the dribbler to buy it for us, and maybe we need a few more... Such is the nature of the Australian cricket team. We may need to add to our 11 at some point soon, and that's only going to be done through donations or favours. Gifts. 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 So... Gifts, favours, um, you know, signs or, like, demonstrations of love for the podcast. That's it. Love and loyalty. That's right. Now, obviously, like the Australian cricket team, there's more than 11. Yes. You become part of a brotherhood. Well, look, how many players did they use in England during the Ashes this year? Shitloads. Exactly. Exactly. So there will be the first original 11. Yes. But then there will be others added over the time if the gesture is worthy enough to be donned, draped in green Hello Sport Marino. That's it. Pretty simple. That's all it is. So that's uh, that remains to be seen. Also, shout out to Bracey, who's still trying to get a baggy green and came to us with... But, but trying to get one <laughs> using something already provided. Yeah. So we've obviously already got our Sydney Kings Violet Crumbles jersey. The season kicked off. Unfortunately, Crumbles didn't get the Crumbles at this, this time. Obviously excited for a big season for him. Yeah. But Luke's come in saying that now his... Uh, his sort of in with the crumbles where the jerseys are going to come has now come to fruition. Yeah. And he's sending us screenshots and he's like, man, you know. He's basically saying, look, you know those crumbles jerseys I said I could get you but then never got you? I can get them again. And and you know what that means for us? Absolutely nothing because you know what? We already got them. And then he was like, what if I can get you to the game? Will that get me like a 12th man one? And what we said, and we'll say this to anyone trying to get us to the game, is if it's not courtside seats at a Sydney Kings home game, a Violet Crumbles home game, you needn't apply. <laughs> Very simple. Punish I need dribbles. courtside. I need the best seats in the house. Where else would Tom and I sit? In baggy greens and king singlets. Tell me where else I'd sit. There is nowhere else I'd sit. Look, I don't mind that the seats are white and plastic. That's that, what I want. That doesn't bother me. I that's want white what, plastic want. pool chairs. No pillow either. No, absolutely not. I want to sweat with that plastic oh, on yeah. my back. I want to be there 40 degree heat in summer. 100%. No but air But I con. need to be courtside. Yep. I need to feel the vibrations of that squeaky, squeaky gymnasium floor. That's what I need. That's mm. what I need. So, again, need not apply unless it's courtside. Now... If you think you've got something that's pretty fucking legit, send us an inbox. Let us know. Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram and let us know. Provide proof. And once it's received by us, we will then send you a bag of green. But that would be ironed out beforehand. No, absolutely. So look, are we saying there are more baggy greens available? Potentially. We're not saying that there are, but 
we're, well, not, we're saying, not saying that there isn't either. No. Selections could happen because, I mean, look, we're not going to, but if you went through a couple of the baggy greens that we've got, you could say that they've been trumped by the people that have followed them. You know what I mean? In the early going, we were young. We were a young nation, internationally speaking. Mate, we handed them out willy-nilly. And they know who they are. But... They, they got them, dude. Look... By any means necessary. It, did, it didn't matter, though. No. It was almost, the, you know, the old adage, play what's in front of you? Yeah. That's what happened. That's what happened. And for us. And they got they got easy easy competition, easy Easy uh, greens. You know, it's kind of like saying if you were scoring tons back in 1808, you weren't facing Mitchell Johnson. No. But, you know. But you played what, you was, played in what was in front of, front of you. you. So, so, look, all we're saying is get us the gin. Uh, UFC, Whitaker, Adesanya. What a day. Huge day. What a day for the nation, although the results weren't in favour of the nation. No, but it was a huge card. Biggest ever. Uh, sorry, not a huge card, but a huge attendance. Biggest ever. Biggest ever. 57,000 Something, plus. something. Yeah, Marvel Stadium sold out. Um, Chock-a-block. No one really cares about the other fights. Tai Tuivasa unfortunately lost again. That is got not good for, t- for Ty. Got slept. Uh, Ty got, got beaten up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's unfortunate because I like Ty. Three losses in a row. That is three losses in a row. It's tough going for old Ty. Uh, but I saw on his Instagram, he says he's going to be back. hope he's back. hope he's all good. Um, then we arrive, punters, dribblers, at Robert Whitaker, obviously looking to unify the belts in the middle class. Middle, middle weight class. Came against uh, Adesanya, the Nigerian fighting out of New Zealand. Yep. I was into it. I thought, Rob looks good here. He looks good. Now, but- listen, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? And we obviously uh, always um, preface anything, especially UFC, with the reminder to the punter and the dribbler that mm. we know nothing of which we speak of. But we also do. So We've take that with a grain that. of salt. We've always said that. But in hindsight, Whitaker came out looking way too amped. Now, you could say if he came and knocked him out, you'd be like, Whitaker came looking like he was ready to go. But Adesanya was just cool, calm, collected. He was just sort of like moving he around. He was very calm. He looked super calm. Now, was I a fan of his pre-match dance? No. But not in a sense of being like, fuck that guy. I just didn't think it was that good. It Look. It was a bit cheesy. It was very cheesy. Like the way he's like pointing to the sky and like cocking his arm like a gun and they're like, like I get it, cool man. Whatever, whatever. Like your jam is. I'm not saying don't do it either. either. It was. I'm just saying it was, it was just a bit corny. I was like, it's it not was, cool. It was choreographed. Like yeah. everyone was like eerily in time. Backup dancer. Yeah, and it, yeah, wigged me out. Of it me. looked like a back, like a Backstreet Boys. But I thought that was supposed to be his mates. They, they were the same tap. They were. But it was. Yeah, it was too. Like I was like, and how much like, time have you spent on this? And camo, like they're in camo gear and nah. shit. It was just like it was a bit. And then too, one like, bloke couldn't get his mask on. Yeah, and it was like half on, and he looked ridiculous. And I just thought, oh. This is too much. Too many moving parts and too he's much a, Backstreet Boy shit. He's a big day out of Sonya. He's he a big day. I was saying on the weekend, I've never seen someone, just to talk about his fighting for yes. a second, counterpunch like that on the back foot. Like he's all the way back and he's still knocking Yes, Whittaker knocking Whitaker out. Um, and, I mean, he's long and tall and rangy and is it's a bit extra and ozy, but I'm taking it from, from experts rather than my own you know, opinion. But it is kind of, you can see it. Like he was, Whitaker was going so hard at him, throwing everything he had and never 
Trouble didn't land. Didn't land. If it did, it grazed. And he was sort of, Adesanya's rolling with it or just like moving out of the way. So the punch is sort of like, it takes a lot of the sting off the punch. He was like, when he's sort of like moving back as it's sort of getting him. And they're only really grazing him. But he never really looked troubled. Rob just looked like he went in there to try and like just overwhelm him. Overwhelm him. Which is what I wanted him to do. Yeah. And Adesanya's just like, nah, we're cool here. We're cool here. It was relatively even the first round until he got fed in the like last second. I think he would probably maybe up. He could probably have given the round to Whitaker. Mainly because not much sweat. happened. Because it, like not much happened and he was maybe pushing the well, pace. Yeah, ring presence or like yeah, uh, ring aggression control. Aggression and, you know, whatever. Whatever. Anyway, disappointing though. Disappointing for him. Felt bad for him. He's a, he's a class act. Because I was, mate, he comes out to Kaysan and I just thought we're on I here. felt like crying in the pub. I thought we're on here. This is this is a celebration of the nation, yeah. isn't it? Yes, it is. Getting of of what over, it means to be Australian. Getting one over New Zealand, even though he's questionably New Mate, Zealand. Mate, he's lived in Australia his whole life. That's no, Australian. I'm talking about Adesanya. Oh yeah, but he's you know Kiwi based. It just it was coming together. Yes, fifty seven thousand delirious dribblers, hysterical dribblers, yeah. dribbler yeah. hysteria. Yeah, again, well, still hysteric from that's it. Oh no, it was the same day. Yeah. Hysteria leading the industry. Yeah, well, that's hysteria. it. He got whipped into a hysterical frenzy yeah, pre-grand yeah. final. And just just fell flat, didn't it? Mm. And that's the thing about fighting. Once, you, once it's over, it's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you're so jacked. Like, my palms were sweaty. Dude, my, I was my heart nervous. beats out of my chest. Like, yeah. I get really, like, anxious watching this shit go on. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. I it makes me the most down. nervous. Yeah, of any sport that I watch, oh, yeah. it oh, makes yeah. me the most nervous. Oh, yeah. Super clammy hands. Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's over and you're like, oh. Done. Shit. Jesus Christ. As soon as he got rocked, you knew it was over, though. He was classy, though. Yeah. Fuck, he was classy. Mate, I'll be back. I'll be back. What can you do? Sorry, I can hear music outside downstairs. Um, But, you know, it was just... It is what it is. Adesanya is a freak, and now the new face of MMA, UFC. Well, that's the thing, right? So, obviously, Connor has now become officially tacky. Yes. Connor McGregor is now tacky. Yes. He's... Instagram. But he's just—he's not—he's not gonna—he's not gonna come back. That error's done. No, but he's tacky though. Yes, like everything about him is now tacky. Uh, they needed a new young throbber. They've got one in Adesanya. Not as—he's not as well. He doesn't speak as well. They're not as refined. Connor's as per- Connor was like perfect with his trash talk, right? Adesanya's still a bit cringe a at bit, times. Well, maybe a bit young. I don't think he's that young, bro. I think he's like 29. Oh, is he? I feel he like he's like young. Yeah, I think he's like 28, 29 because he actually spent he's been like, you know, he was a kickboxing world champion. Don't you reckon he looks fucking 23? Yes. Yeah, dude, he's 30. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, but that's still prime. That's yeah, that's actually no, know, prime. Know, but he's like the same age as John Jones, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he didn't yeah. come in young. Yeah. He came in sort of But this is also he he joined the UFC in February last year and now he's champ of the middleweight. Connor did it in two and a half years or two years, and he did it in one and a half. That is unbelievable. Pretty insane. So he's the new pinup boy. Yes. And, you know, he talks shit. He's got his weird, like, he's into anime and comics and all this sort of weird well, shit. Well, he was doing a bit Dragon Ball Z shit. In that well, stage. it was, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't, It wasn't. wasn't Dragon Ball Z. It's some stuff I don't understand, but, like, you know. It uh, felt Dragon Ball Z. Of course it did. It feels weird and, like, just not that cool. Like, you know, it just doesn't seem cool. I've got no drums with anyone having, like, a ballsy entrance and being all, like, extra if I can use that very millennial term. Yeah. Of which I am a millennial, but don't... F- You're yeah. like, aren't you Gen X? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm fucking... Yeah, I think I am Gen X. <laughs> I think you are, bro. Yeah, I'm Gen X. Or yeah. maybe a boomer. I'm not quite sure. Sure. But 
Yeah, it just was a. It's just it just wasn't cool. That's the thing. Do that. Do that shit. Go for it. Wasn't cool. I thought they were going to do like a bit of a harker. They started doing a bit like that, and I was like, oh, okay, I can get around a bit That's of this. That's what I thought they would do. I can get around a bit of this, and then it went. Oh, it was a harker. It was like the. It was like a harker starting a Backstreet Boys routine, and I went, all right, I'm. I can't get around this. And then Whitaker just walked out. You know way what? Too it jacked. was tacky as well. It was tacky. You know what I mean? Just wasn't cool. Nah. Just wasn't cool. Nah. But he's cool. Good on him. Congratulations to Adesanya. Commiserations. Commiserations to Rob. You'll, Rob will be back. Uh, but now it sets up Adesanya versus Paulo Costa, who is like this Brazilian absolute god. And Adesanya was ripping shit through him, saying he looked like Ricky Martin, which he did. He looked like Ricky Martin on steroids. He absolutely looked like Ricky Martin. He looked ridiculous. Yes. He but looked ridiculous. That's what Brazilians like, Brazil- baby. You know, they're like <laughs> the, 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 the bloody flashy shirts know, and the buttons undone and the hair and the whole bloody thing. Uh, and he's no joke, but... I mean, it just sets up another sick fight. So whatever, let's do it. Yep, pumped. Next pumped. fight, Masvidal Diaz. Masvidal Diaz, Volkanovski against uh, Max Holloway's coming up. Colby Covington versus Kamaru Usman. So we got some fights on the horizon. And Khabib Tony looks like it's gonna be happening. Just give me that. Give me. Yeah, then you can retire, Khabib. Give me Khabib Tony, and then I don't give a shit about the lightweight division. Well, he's got a good win over Uruguay, though. But, I mean, even watching that game. Now, was I watching that with you? I don't think I was. I was at the pub and... Oh, we just played, both watched it before we met up with each yeah, other. That was yeah. before Hans. Even then, we dominated that. We didn't look that good. No. Is that fair to say? We looked awful. We didn't well, really... No, not awful. awful. Awful is not the right word. We just awful didn't look that right good. We look, it looked like... We looked a little bit bush league. Yeah, against Uruguay, who we still pumped. But then also, like, in that game, it was like two of our players got yellow carded for shots that weren't that serious. Like... Rugby Union, the whole thing. It's a mess. It's a bit of a shit show, it's man. A mess. Like I found it hard to actually watch any of the games. Like I watched the Wallabies because it's the Wallabies. But yeah. even the All Blacks, who I'm like, I love the All Blacks from a rugby perspective, and obviously I have Kiwi blood running through my veins. And even then, I couldn't watch it after the UFC. I was a bit just like, Ugh. mate, at the Oak, right, which is where we were down there having a punt. The the ponies were on the big screen and the rugby union was sort of relegated to these tiny little s- screens that sort of dotted around the room. And like, the Oak is a rugby union pub. Yeah, yeah. Or it was. No audio. Oh, my God. It was pony audio. And no one cared. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm, no, I'm sorry to say it, but no one cared. No one cares about this World Cup. No one cares. No one gives a shit about it. It's not on the top of their lips. I tell you what else. If I was the rugby union media managers, I'd be making it fucking compulsory for every single player, or at least the ones that are interesting, to be doing media back in their home country. You've got an hour. You've got an hour free. We're going to line you up with six different radio stations, TV, and you're going to talk to all of them. Has anyone heard anything? Mate, it's it's damn near impossible. It's damn near impossible to get anything. They, they don't give you the good... The, they don't give you a Hooper, Beal, Adam Ashley Cooper. Da, da, da. They give you players... I don't want to name them because I'm not being an asshole to the players, but like the players that aren't... Don't speak well, aren't interesting, aren't your big dick swingers of the team. Yeah. And look, proof's in the pudding, mate, because no one knows fucking jack shit about what's happening. It's no. not on the lips of anyone because you haven't stirred us up no. into a frenzy. That's your job, Mr... Media man. That's your job. Yeah. That's your job. The Be- people behind the marketing of the Wallabies in, in the country are just so 
shit. From top to bottom. I mean, we were watching the other day. They tried to do the, the coin toss off the elbow challenge. That was it. A new $2, $2 coin minted. A $2 coin minted to commemorate the Wallabies over in Japan. Cool. Nice. Let's think about something to do. They just put a coin on their elbow and tried to catch it, and they filmed like 50 Wallabies doing it. And, and no one else has done it. No. Well, firstly... Like most people can catch it if you have the hand-eye coordination of a professional rugby player. Most people should be able to do it. Secondly, if you don't do it, not that funny. <laughs> Coin goes on the ground. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Piss me off, bro. Yeah, I can tell. Because I like rugby, dude. No, I can tell. We like rugby. I can tell. But they're just, they're just everything's so bad. Everything's yeah. so bad. that And, you know, things that are out of their control, which is like horrible rules and refereeing and all that sort of shit. It's only adding to it. That's only adding to it. The, the players, you know, not playing as well as they can or they should. Well, a boring brand. A boring brand, maybe. Whether that's their fault, who knows. But, like, the the marketing is just... It just... It's impossibly It's impossibly, awful. It's impossibly beige. <laughs> So, look, I don't know where we go there with that with the Wallabies. Obviously, best of luck to the boys and the players who we are 100% well, behind. Look, need to get up and about against Georgia. And then, no and then we can And then we can face the uh, the might of England. Yeah. Which will be a fun quarterfinal. They'll have 2015 on their minds, mm. if, you know, enacting revenge. Yes. Humiliating us, um, sending us home. Yes. All those sorts. All of, those things. Yeah. But boy, the boys, boy, the Waller boys. Look, We're get, certainly behind look, the boys. Look, get through Georgia. Get through Georgia and we'll bore you next week. Yes. Get through Georgia, we'll bore you. I'm, but and I'm, fire that bloke who... Fire the media managers of all... Just fire everyone involved in everyone. your marketing and your media. Top to bottom. Sack them. Sorry. But don't sack... Like, you know, with pay. Redundancies. We don't want these people to go hungry. Well, whoever came up with that social media thing should be... Maybe they need a little bit of hunger to sort yeah. of give them some perspective. Yeah, yeah. That could be needed. Dribbler dribbles. Dribbler dribbles. Yeah, so some dribbles there. Uh, shout out to Matt on Instagram, actually, before we move on, who offered you and I two tickets to the grand final. Didn't say that. No, you didn't, but I did, and I uh, respectfully declined. I said, thank you, but we have something on. I was also out of town. You were out of town. I was on a post-Hans Zimmer come down. Yeah. And by come down, I don't mean drug-related punish dribblers. How dare you make that? No, but when you see the, the Mozart of your, of your generation, you come down off that. It's an emotional come down. It's, it would be like meeting uh, Da Vinci. You know what I mean? You'd come down a little bit after that. Yeah, I think so. Or, uh, you know, I would like to Brett shout Stewart out, out, shout out a couple of dribblers who were at the Royal on Bondi Road Friday night. Yep. A couple of, couple of young whippersnappers came up for a g'day. Can't remember your names. Do you all their names? Yep. Uh, thanks for making yourselves known. And then the dribbler in the pokies as well. He was sort of sort of some bloke looking at me, came over for a chinwag. Great bloke, forgotten his name as well. Well, that's nice. So for you guys... But for those guys, dribblers, all of you, cheers. Nice little shout out. All right, now we got some... Uh, this is from Uncle John 89. Uncle John. This is a long one, punters, dribblers, and you know that I can't read. So let's give it a go. Uncle John 89. As a proud Queenslander, I always thought that any prick south of the border was a useless Bondi fuckboy. However, when I was in Vietnam, I met a couple of New South Wales blokes that turned out to be bloody great mongrels. One of them being Alex Ironside himself. Shout out to Alex Ironheart. Jesus, he's a man of the people. He's a man of the people, old Ironside. Or Steel, as I dubbed him. Steel. Got me onto your fucking throbbing potty. Since then, I've also got... 
six of my fellow maroon brothers hooked on the delicious audio chockies that you manly muppets spit out each week that's beautiful love that anyways firstly i'd like to pay my dues and say how much i love the way you two blue battlers are breaking down the barriers between different subgroups of this beautiful big brown land and helping us all come together under a collective banner of punters and dribblers that's one of the nicest sentences i've ever read just that warms the heart. That warms the heart. Might have to take that sentence out and just put it somewhere on a plaque. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Do we do we just read it, it almost, one more time? Yeah. Do read I read that sentence time. again? You almost, you almost want to walk out and touch that on the way into the studio. That's so you want to touch I mean? that sentence. Let me get back to it one more time, punters, drillers. Anyways, firstly, I'd like to pay my dues and say how much I love the way that you two blue battlers are breaking down the barriers between different subgroups of this beautiful big brown land and helping us all come together under a collective banner of punters and dribblers. Beautiful. We move on. My mates and I... Plark it. Plark it. My mates and I now know that not all New South Welshians are Bondi fuckboys. Some of them are actually alpha dribblers. Secondly and finally, I would like to say, I'd like to pitch a question to the great podcast feedback givers that are Tom and Eddie. Mm. Sure. Happy to help. Can seven hardcore beta Queensland punter dribblers collectively become one hardcore alpha Queensland throbber? If all of our beta peckers were to drop off and combine powers in one huge throbber, much like Captain Planet being conjured from the cumulative powers of the element rings, could that alpha throbber that is created henceforth be known as your alpha throbber from the north of the border? Pooas, Dobak, Prawny, Fat Liam, TJ, Ice Cube and myself would love to be proponents of your potty in the vast north. We would be honoured to be the Alpha Queensland reps. If you deem us worthy, be as soon, Uncle Jay. Look, thank you for the message, Uncle Jay. Lovely. It was chocolate block full of dribble and some beautiful, nice sentiment as yeah. well, which I liked. Uh, to answer your question now, as far as I'm understanding it, yeah. you are proposing that your penises come together to create a throbber. Yeah. Now, I don't know how long you've been listening to the podcast, but we have actually covered this to a degree. Now, if someone receives a Nabra so severe, their penis will actually fall off and wriggle itself. To that of an alpha's. To that of an alpha. Now, in this case, one of you would already need to be an alpha in order to attract the penises that have fallen off following a Nabra. Unfortunately, you can't ask them to create one. No, that's that, That's the difficult... That's the, the, the sort of the hurdle you're going to come into is that also these seven, uh, you know, uh, penises mm. that we're talking about here uh, can't sort of just mesh and become their own separate being of seven dicks. No. They need to attach themselves to some sort of alpha body. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's going to be so hard. So unless you. there's an alpha amongst you, unfortunately, the answer is no. <laughs> and in so doing, it seems like your pecker may just have dropped off because you just got narbrad. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't be our reps in the north. <laughs> but look, you can be our dribblers in the north. Happy to do that. Because that's clearly what you are. Alpha throbber in the north Probably just not possible But look You don't need to be an alpha Or a throbber To be Correspondence 
No. To be honest, our greatest correspondents are dribblers. All of them are. All of them are. All of our great correspondents are dribblers. Ironside, creative the Alex Ironside trophy, which sits before us. Dribbler. KD. Dribbler. King of the the dribble. How did I forget him? Alpha dribbler. He is is dribbler age point zero, whatever the hell you call it. Patient zero. Patient zero. Yeah, dribbler. Um, But listen, one of the nicest... Uh, dribbler dribbles we've had warm the heart warmed the heart that sentence that you uh, that you put on there will be put on the uh, the entrance to the studio so we thank you for that look we may just print it out original like you know in the early going yes if someone can... wants to make that into a plaque now if someone wants to make it into a plaque there's a baggy green in that for you done now listen Uncle John Uncle Jay this would be an alpha move if you dogged all seven of your mates like Fat Liam and Gingo and Ice Cube and Prawny and, and TJ and Puis and Border or whatever their fucking names are, if you were to dog those beaters, go out on your own, get that thing plucked up and sent down to us, you're now a throbber and probably an alpha with a baggy green on her. Yeah. <laughs> and then your mates are a bunch of fucking losers. Yeah. And then if you threw in a couple of Nabras their way, you'd get their you'd dicks. You'd get their dicks. And now you're the sole alpha thrower yeah. in the north. So Look, it was a no, but we've actually given you the path to glory. Yes. If you want to take it. Yeah. And yeah. I suggest you do with both hands because these baggy greens are no joke. They are no joke. And I don't know how hard it is to make plaques up there, but I can't think it would be too hard. I don't think it would be beyond the realms of possibility for this man. Not knowing what his uh, employment situation is, I don't know if you. I don't know if you have friends in the plaque game. If you're in the plaque game yourself, Self. maybe you're the son of a plaqueman. I don't know, but you better find one. Find one quick if you want to be the uh, throbber in the north. That's it. Now, uh, Alex Hancock with two Ks, two Ks. Yeah, KK at the end. Yeah, like a double N Glenn. Um. Double K cake Hancock. A double K cock. Uh, hey, boys, you yarns about chins this in this week's podcast had me pro- in proper stitches. I, bl- I bet they did. Uh, just wanted to remind you of the late, great Jimmy Hill, the Fulham hero, easily the best chin in world sport. It is and will be extremely hard to beat. To add, to add us boys down here in Melbourne for the UFC, so we'll try and get you some film, but you didn't get us any film, so that has not aged well, that promise. Uh, but Jimmy Hill, and he sent through some photos of Jimmy Hill. Punters, dribblers, I encourage every single one of you to Google Jimmy Hill Fulham, the Fulham hero right now. There is no better chin. I've seen the greatest chin, and it is great. It is ridiculous it looks like pride rock upside down i'd expect simba and mufasa to be standing on the other side of that thing oh my goodness look at that chin oh my god oh he's right he wasn't wrong that's the i haven't seen a chin like that now what's great it's actually shrunk a bit over time and but he, in his prime. In his prime, that chin was no joke. That is the most extraordinary chin. And chins, what's great about chins, Eddie? But it suits dribblers. him. It suits him very well. But don't like you that reckon chin that thing was looks, made for his face? Yeah, absolutely. But don't you reckon it looks, it looks like a shoehorn? Mate, climbers, world-class climbers would look to tackle that. Absolutely. It's what is it? Like the... the, the, is the ninth summit of the world? Yeah, what is that? 
Everest, Kilimanjaro. K2. K2. Jimmy Hill. Jimmy Hill. And aptly named Hill as like a joke. You know when they call like a fat guy skinny or a skinny guy fatty? Yeah. It's a hill, but it's actually a peak. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm with you. Did you? Yeah, you took a while. I'm with to, it. You took no, a while no, to no, get no, on that yeah, one, didn't you? That's okay. A bit slow. No, yeah, that's oh, right. Matt, I was transfixed by the fucking It's a chin. chin. Jimmy Hill chin. That's going up. Uh, obviously, this week, we'll, we'll, we will do our- uh, Oh, our montage. Our art installation. Our Instagram art installation right. on great chins. That's right. Uh, obviously, we've got the black hole of Boyd Cordner. We have Did got- we get any more sent in? Uh, we did. I tell you, he's got a great chin. Just watching from the uh, uh, game on the weekend, Angus Crichton. I just think we maybe skipped over. Has a really elite jawline coming into a chin. Happened across a photo of him and his old man. I'm like, you can see where he gets Are it. Are you from. saying more jaw than chin though? Yeah, but I think that you can have the beauty of the chin is that jaw and chin often can combine in a harmonious unison to create something truly amazing. Well, the jaw becomes the chin. The jaw becomes the chin, right? Yeah. And the chin becomes the jaw depending on which way you're going. Yes. Uh, Jimmy Hill knows that. Depending on your movements. That's it. Depending on your movements, depending on which way you're traveling. Mm. Um, but Angus Crichton certainly in that conversation. Look, I'd have to have a look and uh, and see if we can green glide it. I'd like to. I'd like to have the friend of the show. In there uh, yeah, that's what i mean right but uh as we before we get into uh well we were going to do some dribble dribbles uh we did get one from ben mckay jones but he uh i feel that ben maybe woke up the next day and decided that maybe it wasn't for him i listened back to it again i didn't think it was that bad but ben will respect your wishes and we won't play it um this one was from Pato, but back yourself next time. Yeah, back That's yourself, all I'd bro. Say. Back yourself. Punters, dribblers, look if you are if you are that upset with with your performance, we're not going to throw you to the wolves. No, but back yourself. Back yourself. You know what I mean? We got this one at one forty one a.m. post grand final. I believe Roosters. Hey boys, eight uh, punter here, long time punter, first time dribbler. Just thought I'd leave you a message and let you know that the boys went back to back, 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 Rich is one tick on tomorrow. Love you guys. Thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Oh, skinful. Skinful. Back to back. What can you say? Don't hate it. Can't Don't hate it. You can't, look, you can't hate it. You can't hate it. You can't hate it. You just no. got to love it. You just got to love it. You but I'm going to hold you to that promise of those VBs when they come yeah, in. Yeah, 100%. If we'll I, come drink Roosters VBs with you. Yeah, or send me a case. Yeah, or send them a case. Whatever. Or maybe send Tom one and me one and then one for the offers. Yes. So if you want to get three. Look, three cases. Look, it's up to you. Or let us know where you'll be and just pay for our drinks all night. Yeah. You've got options. Probably ideally send them, but whatever. Uh, but Eddie, I believe that is the podcast. That's it? That's it, mate. Out of dribbles? I think so. I okay. mean, there may be others, but I don't know where they are. <laughs> and a lot of them were like, Raiders were robbed. And you're just like, nah, bro, they weren't. Okay. So well, uh, we've already covered that. We've covered that. Mm. Uh, but at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, please, punish dribblers, 
we need everyone on board here to get behind the Brad Parker movement. We get behind him. Comment on his posts. Tag the Seagulls. Tag Instagram. Tag players. Get Brad Parker verified on Instagram. He's earned it this year. Brad's earned it. He's earned it He's, he's played bloody well. We've unearthed him as, look, uh, bone density of uh, a fully developed male orangutan and the, the strength, strength of, of an, an ant. ant. The strength of an ant. Now, look, you might not like Manly, but you can't not like Brad. You can't not like Brad. Do you know Brad. what I mean? Like, I don't like the Roosters, but I like all their players. Yeah, that's it. So... Just do the right thing. Let's now the season's do over. Do the right thing. Let's put club allegiances and our swords down as we come together as a nation now for Test cricket yep. and for international rugby league and for punting and for punting because it's now spring because it's now spring where and we all just want each other to do well. I want you to win money. You want me to win money. I want you to bloody. We all want to win Test cricket. We want to win things. We all want to win together now. This is the nation's together now. AFL done. NRL done. We're unified. Brad Parker now representing the junior kangaroos in the centres as a strong chimpanzee ant. So I think that we need to come together and get this boy a blue tick. Get him a blue tick. Get behind Brad. Get behind Brad. Uh, that's it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?